Welcome all to the Swim Dudes podcast, where Liam and I talk about everything circulating the swimming world with special guests. This podcast is available to stream on Spotify, iTunes, and is now found on Google+. Make sure you go check us out on Instagram at the Swim Dudes for more content. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to this Swim Dudes podcast with Liam and Seth. Uh, I don't know what you're... Is, is this episode two or three of season three? Uh, three of season three. Thank you, my man, for keeping track. Turty tree. Um, Episode tree. Sorry. Lots of things going on in the world right now. It's Actually, I don't, I don't know that. The Electoral College officially named Biden president, president, so... I did see that. Congratulations to him. Um, eight days from now is Christmas! I'm pretty excited about that. What do you think you're getting for Christmas, Liam? Um, you know, I asked for exactly what I wanted. I didn't just give them. I was like, hey, mom, get me some socks. Or, hey, mom, get me some pajamas. No, I was like, mom, I want Banana Republic Emerson Chinos in this size, in this color. Wait, so really? Think, yeah. So I oh, think yeah. Things, oh, my gosh. Sorry. Update for you real quick. Sorry. Ted just made a group chat with the losers. We'll, talk about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get into that yeah we'll get into it later um but yeah you know just some some good some good high quality clothes mm-hmm. um a new wallet um you know actually oh, a new pair of shoes that's for a new pair of shoes shoe game hey my name's tyrone i got a basketball game tomorrow got my yeah. shoe game play point guard <laughs> i'm going yeah, man. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I still have to do some Christmas shopping, but tomorrow is payday. Oh, same here. Same here. Wow. Funny how that works. Dude, you know what? Is it bad? I don't know. Did I tell you this? We're not doing Christmas gifts, my family, this year? What? Yeah. Wait, aren't they out of town? No, so they'll be, for all you stalkers out there, they will be back in town. Uh, they're coming up this week. So, I'll see them for Christmas, which is really nice. Plus, I don't have to uh, drive anywhere. Well, I mean, except for home, but it beats driving to Florida for, you know, 14 hours. But anyways, um, okay, question for you, because this one's just burning a hole in my, uh, in my pocket. I got to share it. Did you hear about Jake Paul calling out Conor McGregor in a, in a boxing match? Yes, and I heard no, I don't I'm not in the know that many things. Yeah. Oh geez, what the can you can you see me? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just plugged in my You're good. Technical difficulties on the set. Technical difficulties. But I heard that he's fighting um who's the other guy? Floyd Mayweather, February twentieth. <laughs> oh shoot, that's, that's true. right. That's, that's true. Right. I think so. Dude, that's <laughs> I'm definitely watching that one. The guy is such an idiot, right? I heard he's getting sued too. Okay, but like no matter what, he's I like I feel like he's actually kind of dumb to be, go against probably the best 
pound for pound boxer in our the past decade. Okay, but think about how about how much money he's making. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, and that's how fine. How much clout he gets for calling out one of the best boxers of all time? Okay, yes. A dumb decision for himself. Yeah, his health is gonna, he's gonna be destroyed. But I mean, net gain, money, and <laughs> popularity for him—that's what's important, you know. I shoot. I guess. I guess so, dude. I mean. <laughs> I mean, so he just knocked out Nate Robinson, right? Mm-hmm. Who Nate Robinson is what five, 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 six? You know, like no disrespect to Nate Robinson, but like Jake Paul is still a pretty big guy. He knocked mm-hmm. out one point guard, and then he's going up now against real fighters. Like this isn't the little leagues anymore. Okay, now let's. I'm I'm doing the stats right now, real quick. Okay. Um, Jake Paul is 6'1", fights at cruiserweight. Whatever that is. Cruiserweight is 200 pounds. Oh, okay. Okay, that's, that's a light heavyweight. Dude, that's Floyd, a lot. Floyd Mayweather. He's like 150, right? 5'8", 150. Yeah. Who's got the reach? Oh, I mean, Jake Paul, for sure. Okay, but Jake Paul would probably have to cut a little bit of weight, don't you think? Maybe he'll go down to like I mean, in reality, maybe. like Jake Paul's pretty lean. So how lean could he get? Yeah. You know? Okay, like but maybe one seventy, one sixty-five. If he was like really on a good day. Um. I mean, Floyd Mayweather. This is strep throat. I cannot talk. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. He's just quick. I'm sure. Are you just trying to play devil's advocate right now, or do you actually believe Jake Paul has a chance? Oh, no, I don't think Jake Paul has a chance. Okay, okay. Just making sure we're on the same. No, not at all. If anybody out there thinks that he actually has a chance, please let us know, and we'll bring you onto the podcast, and I'll prove you wrong right then and there. Well, at the same time, imagine this. Imagine if we had, oh, I don't know, like a state champion wrestler coming up on the Hope swim team, right? Mm-hmm. Now, talk about last year's team, and they go up against uh, Jeff. Would Jeff win or would the state championship? Why would you have to choose Jeff? <laughs> Wait, in a in a fight or in swimming? In a fight. Oh, that's not the same thing though. One has a one has a career in in fighting, a background in fighting, and the other this one is, is the same thing. Jake Paul's been in how many? What three fights? Two fights? Yeah. Okay, Jeff's arenaed a few people. Clearly. Same amount of fights. Now, if he goes against like a what? What's the point that you're trying to make here? I'm I'm sorry, I'm not following. I'm just saying, dude. Like Jeff would have no chance against a 150 pound state champion wrestler. Oh, okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah, oh, Jake okay, Paul, okay. no chance. Yeah, all. I was I was going for the the fact that um like it's too hard to explain. Never mind. We were on two we were on two different wavelengths though. I'm glad you specified that. <laughs> no, but I'm yeah, you're you're right though. Like and and then he's calling out Conor McGregor, right? So he called him out. Yeah. He followed his wife, the only person that he follows on Instagram. Then he um was throwing uh I I think it was toilet paper 
at Conor McGregor's uh, trainer and then followed his wife on Instagram. Supposedly, he offered them $50 million for the fight. Um, I just read that headline. And, it, like... <laughs> How do you have that much money? Like, <laughs> so Give away! You, you know the... You know KF... Or there's a guy, KFC, on Barstool. He does, like, the one-minute, uh, um, you know, explanations of things. Yeah. He, he did one on them, and he literally said... Um, He's like, Connor, like, I understand he's just a stupid dude. Like, I, I get you trying to hold it back, but will you just please step up and knock this fool out, man? Because this is terrible. I'm like, I hope he, he's, I hope it's just a PR stunt. And he's like, all right, I'll actually get some money out of this. Yeah. Dude, I just can't get over both the Paul twins. Like, or not the twins, they're brothers, but. I've never even followed them much. Me neither, but like... They've done so much controversial stuff. Yeah. Like a lot. We should probably exile them from the United States, don't you think? I mean... You know, people are just on their own paths, and that's their path. That's a very nice way to put it. Yeah. They're a bunch of gosh darn fools. Gosh darn fools. You're darn tootin' fools. All right, well, off of that, um, Liam, why don't you uh, let us know who the uh, the sponsor is today? Oh, yes, yes. Just as I was about to pop another one. Ooh. Ooh. So, if you haven't heard me mention it or can't hear it in my voice already, I believe, no, I was diagnosed strep throat via a video call. <laughs> I, I literally hopped on did, to- Did you go, ah, into the video? Wait, you actually did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she was like, Liam, how are you feeling? I said, well, I think I got strep. And she was like, well, what are your symptoms? And I explained them. And it's funny because I haven't felt a fever at all. And she was like- well, I think it's strep. Maybe open your mouth towards the camera. And so I leaned in, opened my mouth. I did ah. And then she's like, yeah, strep. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what does ah? Like, you can't really see a whole lot. I mean, maybe, I guess. Dude, my Doctors. tonsils are so swollen. Like, I feel like I'm talking with peanut butter lined in my throat. You've never had your tonsils out? Oh, that explains a lot. Do I need to get my tonsils out? I mean, usually people get their tonsils out when they're like 10, 12, something like really? that. Yeah. So because it cuts back on uh, like things like this, risk of infection and stuff like that. Dude, I need to get that. Well, you're a little too old. I mean, I think you can get them out whenever. I'm Googling this. Anyway, so the I sponsor. Got, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to Google it while we're talking though. Okay, okay. But sponsor today is... Paul's Defense Cough Drops. Um, what flavor is this? Citrus. Pink grapefruit. I actually don't like the flavor, but it's all I had. Um, but they're really sweet, and they've made my throat not too terrible. So. Do they have menthol in them? No. Really? 225% daily value of vitamin C in each serving. Dude, let's go. I can't stand the menthol. Yeah. 
Nope. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh -huh. um, okay. Well, while you're searching that up, yeah. let's dive into a couple swimming things. Uh, keep the listeners intrigued. Um, so, and, uh, there was a projection for um, the NCAAs, who's under B or A cuts, things like that. Uh, you know, I don't know who I would like more to win it, Texas or Cal. Obviously, I would love to see the Big Ten come back into things. You know, I looked, I looked at the uh, the championships one by year, uh, going all the way back. Like the first 15 years were all Big Ten teams. It was like Michigan, Ohio State, Indiana, Minnesota. Like, why can't we bring that back, man? Like, no, no offense to Texas, but like, you know, horns down. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really liking the fact that a lot of schools are coming up. Like, Arizona State, not so much in the past year or so but when bob Bowman initially went there they did jump quite a bit in the mm -hmm. also texas a&m is now fourth yeah it's great mm -hmm. um ohio state actually is very good last year they had 10 people under 20 and 50 that's pretty quick i'd like to see I think the next team had like five or six. Oh shoot yeah. i mean that's dang like just imagine having fast. 10 people who go 19. Hey, coach, who's, who's swimming the 50 today? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Drawing out of a hat, actually, right now. <laughs> Honestly, though, maybe we just crack the case for Eddie Reese. That's probably what he does for all of his. The guy who's like, you know, let's just do a really long paper. <laughs> no, but I mean – They've got what, like twenty dudes under the NCAA cut line. I think the next closest was like seven. Like they're just they're just on another level, dude. There's just that program that so many like it's been so historic that that legacy you can't it's just it just attracts everybody. They're yeah, really though. They're in a good spot. They're the uh, they're the Alabama of of swimming. Mm -hmm. I mean, dude, look at um, Maxime Rooney at Florida. He was a great swimmer. Yeah. But he didn't have a breakout swim that put him on top of the U.S. stage. Trains with um, trains with Eddie Reese, and he goes a 50 point, I think it was a 50.6 in the 100 fly. Uh-huh. Or 50.8. Like, what the funds? He just, I, I think he has such a different training um like mindset because for how old he is and i mean no disrespect in this for how old he is he is very much recreating the sport of swimming and modernizing and staying up with everything which is you know to me pretty pretty impressive but okay liam um swim swam came out with the swammy awards which is a fun name so i'm gonna put you through the ringer here um, right. I'm going to list off some awards and I want you to say who you think deserves them most. Right. You ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. This is for the U S okay. NCAA male swimmer of the year. 
last year? Yes, this past this past year. So twenty twenty. Does that wait so you can include this... you can include NCAA champs from the twenty nineteen twenty twenty year. There was no champ. Or uh what shoot. Uh frick. Okay, yeah, never mind. Well no, wait, does that include this season that's going on right now? Yeah, sure. Shane passes. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> I should have known that. Okay. Last year too. I think I would have given it to him last year as well. NCAA female swimmer of the year. Female swimmer <clears throat> of the year. Um can't give it to Beta because she's graduated. You know, I was just looking this up. Um I'm gonna give it to a freshman. Okay. Olivia Bray from Texas. Don't know the name, but I'll take your word for it. What does she swim? Um, fly back, sprinter. Okay. Um, she's a baller. She went like I mean, she's a freshman at Texas, and she went like a fifty point six, I think, in the hunter fly. Okay. Number one. I'll take it. History. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the chick who did the twenty point from Cal? Was that Weitzel? Yeah. Did she just graduate? Graduated last year, yeah. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Uh, NCAA Men's Coach of the Year. Men's Coach of the Year? Hmm. You know, Eddie Reese is always doing so good. But... This is tough. You know... I don't really know because I, I didn't really – well, like, there, there was nothing to go off of. Really. Yeah, we didn't really go. So I'm just going to give it to my man, Braden Holloway. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are going to go to Breakout Female Swimmer of the Year. Breakout Female Swimmer of the Year. Like all over? All over. This is on an international stage. Beryl Gastadello. Interesting. Good choice. I would have chose Olivia Smoliga. She really? kinda Yeah, I mean the I like during the ISL, I feel like she just kind of put the hurt on everybody. But anyways, okay. That's true. Breakout male swimmer of the year. Breakout male swimmer of the year. Um See, I can really only go off of the ISL because that was like the full season that there was. That's fair. Um, hey, let's use it. Who's the Eddie Wang? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In, in the two flies. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. All right, last one. And this is completely 100% an opinion, as are the rest, of course. What was in your mindset the greatest swim of the year that you can remember as of right now? Greatest swim of the year. Yeah. You're going to hate me for this. 
Are you going to say the 100 I am? Caleb Dressel's 100 I am, breaking 50. <laughs> I love the 100 I am. But if it wasn't that, I would have to say Carson Foster's 335 and the 400 I am. Like a freshman going almost American record time. Like, what the heck? These freshmen are nuts. Kids are just getting faster and faster. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I don't know. So I, I've said this a couple times, and I think it's fair to say that the the sport has gone from what we used to see it, whereas you've got guys like Nathan Adrian, and those were just the dudes. you got to be big, 6'5", and just built like a truck. And now it's just these dudes that are like, you know, kind of short, kind of skinny, like tone. I'll give them that. They're strong, but they, they can just go, dude. Like there's no stopping them. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of scary too, but I don't know. All right. Question for you, Liam. Do you think the Olympics are going to happen? As I said, I'm not in the know about anything. So let me do a quick little tootle of the search on COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, how's COVID going? Let me look that up. Okay, let's put it this way. Do you think that the Olympics could function with COVID precautions? They would need to significantly decrease the amount of well, one, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't be able to have spectators. Okay. They would only do it if it was like a semifinals only. Mm. Or not semifinals only, like like sixteen people per event, like the top sixteen times in the world, no more than two per country. So kind of like uh, what's the what's the meat that does that? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know, like. I'm looking at the Google thing where it says... At the Google. Are we posting this online on YouTube? I don't know. Probably, I, I don't care. Yeah, no, pro- right. no, no. Just in case. If we can see this graph right here. <laughs> Come on. You see that? See that line? Oh, yep. Uh-huh. Okay, so this is opposite, but this is from the beginning of quarantine. Yep. This is now. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big increase. So the forecast yeah. says that we're going to be effed. <laughs> um, so the answer, no, I don't think that, like, I don't think COVID's going to be a thing. You don't? Uh, the Olympics. The Olympics, okay. Not, not at the capacity that it usually is. They'll, they'll have to make it maybe 20 people who go in each event, mm-hmm. like 20 times in the world. That way they can still have a prelim, semis, and finals. Um, like, imagine yeah. an Olympics where it's just time finals. That would suck, dude. That would suck. Would and you rather have that or nothing at all? Like, because then when you win, it's like, yeah, you won, but it wasn't like a real Olympics. And I hate I saying rather, that. See, me away from the sport. 
I would rather have nothing at all. And the reason why is because if you swim time finals, right? Say you have 20 people there. Mm-hmm. And somebody in the first heat, or scratch that, right? say there's 24 people there. That way you can have three full heats, circle seed. Yep. Someone in the third heat, circle seated, hops off, goes a 40, oh, I don't know, like a 48-9 100 fly, right? Of course. (laughs) The top seed in the world won't be able to race him because of that, because of the circle seed. Yeah. So so if it's time finals, you're not racing the true competition where it's really narrowed down when you go prelim, semis, and finals. That really goes to the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Plus prelim semis and finals that shows who is conditioned the best. Yeah, who's because if you can't it. hold your swims throughout all um, all trials of it, like the re- the reason why Michael Phelps is two thousand eight was so amazing was because he had I think it was seventeen races in nine days. Yeah, yeah, something with all the swims. ridiculous. The dude was just a tank, but no, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it holds on to the integrity of what the Olympics stands for. And yeah, I mean, everything you just said is completely valid. Obviously, you know, like, as a swimmer, though, like, yeah, I was just going to say, I, I, I would hate to see the fruits of my labor not bro. I don't know. I don't know how to say that metaphor. I don't know how the to... fruits of your labor come to fruition. Yeah. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. No, my man. my man. No, but I, yeah, I see that too, because a lot of guys depend on, you know, going to the Olympics and then that's a big paycheck for them that, you know, is like, Hey, well, yeah. this is going to help feed my family, things like that. So, or feed my training, my sponsorship. Oh yeah. Sponsorship, dude. If you win a gold medal, boom. You're set. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Ah, geez. Double-edged sword, man. Not good. And I don't know, man. Like, schools are just cutting their programs. And. Freaking school. I know. And things are still closed down. I mean, that's just Michigan. I hear I hear yeah, Alabama man. doesn't give a rat's ass about I don't, COVID. I don't think Alabama is just free for all. Florida does either. Yeah, but um, whatever, man. If they can make it work, then you know, if there's a will, there's a way. People are just gonna keep dying. Yeah, whatever. I hate it. Enough COVID talk. Liam, tell us about your little fantasy football thing that's going on right now. Ha-ha. Okay, so <laughs> um, we made a fantasy team or a fantasy league where you don't, there's no prize for the winner Mm -hmm. of the winner's bracket. There's no prize for the winner of the loser's bracket. There's only a prize for uh, the anti-prize, anti-prize. It's like the antichrist of prizes. Sure. Um, For the loser of the loser's bracket. The worst of the worst, right? And that anti-prize is whoever takes last has to take the act yes we are in college and we have to take these <laughs> now i am ranked last but there's two more weeks right the owner the creator the league master 
thought that this last week. Like, Wait, this- he was he was the creator of the league too. <laughs> <laughs> so the league master thought that this week, right now, the week of oh boy, um, August no August December fifteen. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. He thought that this was the last week of the losers bracket, meaning that at the end of this week, whoever's last has to take the ACT. So, in thinking that, he dropped all of his players and picked up all of the players on the Denver Broncos to start them. He's projected at 77 right now. (laughs) He has a 20% chance of winning. He's ranked 11th in the league. Out of 12? But but now, if we go another week and he loses because of that, he might have to take the ACT instead of me. So he loses. So if you if if he loses and you win, then you guys are tied, right? Yes. And then whoever wins the last week, ha, like has to, or the, whoever wins the last week is safe. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Quite a hoot. That's really funny. I enjoy that. There was a guy, now that you say that, um, <clears throat> I was at the at an intersection yesterday. This guy who was in the left lane, in the left turning lane, um, getting ready to go. And uh, on his sticker, big pickup, right on the back of the window said, honk, I suck at fantasy football. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I got to do it. I honked. I looked at him and I gave him a nice thumbs up and he just i don't think he realized like what i was doing but i <laughs> i was laughing so hard some of those i forgot about it some of those fantasy football um like consequences are hilarious i remember seeing one There's on instagram a little while back it was like an eight-man league and seven of them were dressed up as nuns with bells right and the dude had to wear a cardboard um a cardboard sign over him saying I suck at fantasy football and they went down the street with their bells going shame 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 <laughs> wait hold on I gotta plug in my computer before I before I die but keep going oh boy there's a lot of pressure from me right now oh um oh wait we were just talking about uh siesta key Wait, you mean before? Before this podcast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching a lot of videos about it. You remember when me and my villa, the video of us showering in the rain? Yes. Yes. I was so jealous. I was like, I want to do that. Dude, it was so much fun. I literally had soap and shampoo. All of us did. And we're like, for, for those who don't know, we went to Siesta Key, which is south of Sarasota in Florida. Mm-hmm. And, oh, geez, my throat. And it probably rained for about half the week. It was so unfortunate. And it rained very heavily. But we made the most of it. My, the, the team was split up into these villas where it was just like four people per house. Mm-hmm. And my house, one time I was raining, there was probably, I think from the video and from my experience, it was probably maybe three or four inches of rain, like sitting mm-hmm. on the ground. Yeah. It was, deep water and so you know me and the guys in a downpour we just got got into some speedos grabbed our 
our shampoo and our condition and took a good old shower with mother nature that's very true i i remember seeing that and they were you guys were all on your speedos too literally mm. just in the middle of the road just going mm. at it <laughs> yeah dude uh, good, dude that was also time. that was uh that was the birth of when we started the uh the youtube channel right do you remember that yeah because we were i was videotaping that whole time and so were you yeah dude that was a good time we made a yeah. we made a pretty good video for the first time that was a damn good video right Tabor was in it jp was in it you remember when jp uh they got they had on the ponchos and kyle didn't have one so he, <laughs> he wore, a, can, he wore a trash bag yeah <laughs> i love the, the picture of patna just standing on the side in a poncho yeah <laughs> what was it we mixed mr Brightside onto the yeah. back <laughs> yeah no okay so um do you remember the uh the meat that we had it was pouring rain super cold Long course, no officials, made up uh, events. No starting blocks. No starting blocks. No, no timing system. No, yeah. <laughs> it was literally like a flashback to the seventies. That's what it was. That was probably one of my worst experiences ever, but one of my best experiences because when it was happening, I, I just, I hated it. I hated the coaches. I hated the team. I just wanted to go home be in bed take a hot shower because that was cold yeah i was so cold it was probably in the 50s that, at that time yeah right mm. low 60s and when you're 50s, wet 50s 50s for sure wet in a speedo uh -uh. no chance dude we were all just not having it not having it and then, and then coach made us go get dinner after yeah that was fun and the food was good yeah but man but looking back you know that's just it's a funny memory right so i remember and jp for anybody who's listening is literally the greatest man on earth <laughs> love him to death um i was swimming my hundred back right and i get out it's like coach what's my time and he goes 106 and i go wait coach that's pretty good isn't it he's like yeah i'd say so and then he goes, no, you actually got this. And it was like a much slower time, like a 112 or something. And I was like, coach, why'd you do that to me? He goes, oh, you know, I don't know. Just trying to get a little bit out of you, you know? <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, a 106 is like a 56 or 57, which would have been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were going, what, 102s in our 100 free in the middle of the summer without any training? I was actually just looking that up like two days ago. What we went? Oh boy! Uh, you were a one hundred three six. I was a one hundred three eight. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so bad. Not fast by any means. Why did we do that? Remember that practice we went to at my old club? Yeah, dude. I was aching for days and after that. We swam like six thousand. Didn't like no conditioning for it. Dude, we were dying, and that, that pool, was like, like that pool wasn't great. <laughs> But man, it was, it was a replica of the Dow almost. Dude, but the Dow is so nice. It is. I will live and die by the Dow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Big fan. Big fan what of the time. pool. What? What a time. Oh, yeah. No, these are good times. Uh, honestly, everybody listening, you're just kind of tuning in to uh, Liam and I taking a look back on the year, seeing how everything was, you know? That's a good episode title. Dude, a look back on the year. 
Well, you look back on the year or look back on the years? Right now, we're, we're reaching way back to May of 2019. Dang. That's far back. What was your, your favorite freshman year swimming memory? Just off the top of your head, if you had one. Swimming memory or just memory for freshman year? Uh, both. Do swimming first. Okay, swimming memory, definitely the whole experience against Kalamazoo at their pool. Oh, yeah. I Big won't get rip. into specifics. But... What? No, why don't you get into specifics? I don't mind this story. Well, I, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about something that Dan and I did that was very naughty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Couldn't have done that, but <laughs> we did. You know, you know who uh, should deserve the golden star for that um, meet, in my mm. opinion, is mm. Jeff. Because the dude did the 500 and the two fly and the four I am. And he won the five. Because I remember going into it and I was counting for him. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Jeff, you know what's riding on this race, right? <laughs> yeah, I've got to win. <laughs> I will applaud that in so many people all the time. Just the ability to be like, I have to win this mm -hmm. and I'm going to do it. I've never yeah. been able to, to really do that, mm -hmm. which is, I, I just don't have the physical capability, but the dudes who can just be like, yup, it's going to happen. I'm going to die, but it's going to happen. And then yeah. and he proceeded to swim like a 58 and his hundred free. <laughs> Oh, his, uh, what was it? His, Jeff's last hundred of his 400 IM was faster than he swam on the four free relay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that. Dude. Dude, the, like, everybody was swimming so well at that meet, though, because, like, me and Andrew, we popped off. Yep. Um, DK, as always, Dan Clyde, the magnificent anger, anchor of the four free relay. Yeah. Um, you had some great swims, dude. Everybody had some just great swims across the board. That was a and fun meet. That was probably the most energy that I've ever seen at a swim meet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 ones against uh, Hope and Kalamazoo have always been crazy, just absolutely nuts. It's literally the Texas Cal of the MIAA. Well. Yeah, no, it is because there's a yeah. lot of history behind it. There's a ton of history. You know, if you look at those videos that I sent you um, that you have access to, you mm. will find literally the rivalry going back. And it's literally just as fierce as ever. There's, you know, they do like the costumes still and they would literally just go at it. Like, it's mm. nuts. The only reason I'm calling it better than Texas and Cal is because they haven't been going as long as we have. What up? Shout out to the MIAA, longest standing uh, conference in the NCAA. Yep. Um, oh, favorite regular freshman year memory, though? Yes. Definitely all of the times that you, me, and Jeff would go to the library. And one, Jeff and I would be so dead from practice that we would just go to Cup and Chaucer and get a pint of ice cream and just have that for dinner. I remember I have that. Oh, you keep talking. I'm going to find a picture real fast. Okay. And then all the times that we would go there and be there for probably two or three hours, not studying. And there was always that girl who was there that we thought was stalking us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about her. 
I, I'm totally sorry if you listen to this podcast and you're hearing us right now. You're but, just a little afraid. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, a, a, a lot afraid, but <laughs> she would follow us. <laughs> it wasn't safe. Is it getting hot in here or is it just you? Here's the, here's the video. Yeah, dude, seriously. I was so, so sore. I think that was after a meet weekend also. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I was just, I, I walked out just numb, walked out of the pool numb. And so I went immediately and I had to go study because I think I had an exam that week. Yeah. Cup and Chaucer, which is like this coffee shop in our library. Mm-hmm. They sell Ben and Jerry's pints of ice cream. And so I just picked one up, ate the entire thing and called it a night. <laughs> we did that on the inside of Dan's thing. Oh man. Wait, here's, here's another one. Watch this. That's <laughs> Skyler. That's Tim. That's Tim. Tim. Yeah, Tim had a. So for all you guys listening, Tim, our, one of our friends, had a, a a water bottle, one of those Gatorade, you know, squish bottles, whatever you call them, and uh, he was sitting on the side of the pool, squirting the water into the pool, so it looked from behind that he was peeing. <laughs> uh, just good, good stuff, man. Wow, what a blast to the past. Yeah, man. What about you? From what year, man? Let's do my freshman year. Your freshman year, so that would have been my my junior year? Yeah. Really? I'm still in college, bro. Dang, dude, my junior year. Frick, dude, I'm so bad at memories. Uh, junior year, junior year. So favorite memory and then favorite swimming memory. Uh, give me one second. I need to look back on some photos to kind of help trigger my memory a little bit. Um, oh, you know what? You know what I'll say? Because your junior year would have been would have been my senior or my junior year. Would have been your freshman year. Mm-hmm. End of the year leading into summer. That was my favorite memory because it was all of us in the house um, living there during the summer. You, me, Grant, um, Skylar. It was just such a fun time. We did so much stupid stuff. We made the house look so good. We literally pillaged all the uh all the dumpsters on campus from all the people throwing stuff out that we just man we got we got some good we repurposed i mean shoot we got multiple lamps a couple fans i got a fridge i still have the fridge yeah the fridge yeah yeah the the fridge a whole couch the big Um, rug downstairs a futon we got a futon Mm -hmm. like we we came out good on that end of the deal. Yeah, dude, um, and at Hope College, you know, people got money, so their parents buy them nice things. So it's not like we were coming out with Target brand stuff. No, we were coming out with good brand stuff. <laughs> From Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, that was fun. Um, favorite swimming memory, dude? Uh, I mean, I'll probably always go back to Christmas break training um, pr- probably every year just because it's such a fun time. That time we were in Siesta Key, it was, you know, it was a good, great week of training because I did a a good amount of some D sets. Um, 
and dude it was just so much fun you know you you hit a point every swimmer knows this you just hit a point in your training where you just feel invincible and you can just crush any set and you're like screw it man like let's drop this interval by five homeboy and then you just go that was that was me after this year's christmas break training yeah dude it was like i miss those times see now we're getting super sentimental yeah people aren't liking this no shoot dude i don't have anything else to talk about to you um, kind of hurts to talk, but yeah, yeah, we're 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 gonna keep this one short for the for the sake of Liam's throat, so he can swallow and eat food and you know do the normal things that everybody should be able to do. Yeah, dude, I might have to go run to Meyer and just chug Nyquil in the aisle. <laughs> Sir, you need to put your mask on. Shut up. I mean, it hurts. Anyways. Well, well, we'll cut it here then uh, for all you guys tuning in. Thanks for sticking with us for another episode. Make sure you're following us on social media. And yeah, that's, I think that's the only thing that we have. Also, one more announcement. It is Thursday. Stay tuned for the website. I know we said it last episode, but it's coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, greetings, everybody, and have a good one. See you.